Okay, well, welcome back here to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. That's right, guys. It's been a lot of fun doing this every single week, and love having you guys tune in. Um, I know that Matt Koalas has done an incredible job with all the picks and research, and some really exciting things coming with DSB, with expansion to some other states, with a, a parent company of sorts that's going to be sports and research information based that you guys are going to see. So first and foremost, I just want to encourage everyone to please make sure you follow Detroit Sports Betters on all platforms, right? Twitter, especially, it's been getting really big. Facebook, group, um, TikTok, Instagram, really is on all the platforms, and it's a great way for you to stay involved and really keep updated on what we're doing. There's a ton of camaraderie. There's a ton of discussion. There's a ton of great information, and I want you guys just to make sure you stay updated on all that as we continue to grow DSB, and it's all because of, of people like you who, who are listening. It's because of people who have been passionate about sports, people who have wanted to talk about sports betting, and and also because of, of someone like DraftKings and Coppercraft who are presenting and sponsoring this podcast. So a big thank you to DraftKings. we got some special offers for you coming up later in the show with DraftKings. And, and of course, make sure you check out Coppercraft. Just, just released their Honolulu Blue uh, Lions Kool-Aid type canned cocktail. It's really good and a really cool design as well. So make sure you check out Coppercraft Distillery over in Holland, Michigan. But as I mentioned, um, DSB has been on a roll. I think that, that the community has been awesome. I think that there's going to be a lot of stuff that you guys might be surprised about that's coming out with DSB. So please stay updated, all social platforms. And some of the picks have really been awesome. Um, we've been, been seeing so much great interaction, so many uh, people meeting each other, talking about sports, sharing research, sharing picks. So thank you guys for being a part of it. It's all because of you. And, and we look forward to continuing this brand and growing it as big as we can. You know, we just started Ohio Sports Better because we were asked to. We just uh, are looking into Florida. Um, we're, we're helping assist in some other states as well. So this thing's only going up, guys, and it's great to have you on board. Make sure you follow all DSB platforms, and you're going to notice Serenity Sports on there as well, a, a brand new research firm, as I mentioned, that, that Matt is heading and, of course, I'm involved with and Kyle. And we're excited to provide a lot of high-end detailed research to save you time so again check out detroit sports betters and serenity sports on social media so before we we get to matt with all of his trends and research i do want to point out that of course this week is the big reunion between matt stafford and the detroit lions and and wow stafford has really looked great this year the rams i still think are going to win the super bowl uh it was my preseason pick i have plenty of bets with people I think the Rams are winning it all. They look great both sides of the ball, even defensively. Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and just so much talent, not even to mention the offensive side of the ball with Stafford and, and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and all those guys. So been fun to watch. Um, I don't think it'll be very fun this weekend. I don't think the Lions are going to keep it close. And, I mean, what a massive point spread. 15 and a half points the Rams are favored by over the Lions. That's a ton in the NFL. So, We'll see if the Lions can even keep it close. I unfortunately have my doubts. But nonetheless, I do want to get to Matt Koalas here. He's going to be diving into some stats, some trends, some information. As always, you can't find this anywhere else. And we encourage you guys to stay updated, as I mentioned, on all social platforms. And make sure you check out Serenity Sports. Also, just for the time being, as Serenity Sports was just launched, separate TikTok channel called Serenity Sports Research, where there's a daily free prop bet pick that you can take advantage of. So make sure you check out TikTok if you're on there. But with that being said, let's get to Matt Koalas, 
going to dive into those stats, those numbers. And again, thank you for always tuning in here to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast powered by DraftKings Sportsbook as well as Coppercraft Distillery. Matt, please take it away. What's up, guys? We're back with another edition of the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. I am Matt Koalas, and we are now in week seven of the NFL season. And as many of you already know, the NBA season is back as well which right now with our proud partner in DraftKings Sportsbook, if you sign up using the code DSB, you can bet $5 on any game of your choosing and get $200 in free bets. Again, that's signing up using the code DSB. Terms and conditions do apply. In addition to the start of the NBA season, though, that also means the NBA same game parlay is back on DraftKings as well. Where right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, if you like the same game parlay, you can get insurance on that parlay for up to $25. So you do have to opt in to get that, but you can bet $25 on any same game parlay of your choosing. And if it loses, your account gets credited back with that $25. So you might as well take advantage of that as well. In week five, Detroit sports bettors had a perfect 6-0. In week six, last week, I was a little worried about following this up, but we went five and two once again, just seeing the NFL slates really well right now. Every time I look at the lines when they come out, there's a couple games that pop out to me every single time. And that's just a great feeling because you never want to look at the slate and you're just kind of grasping for straws. You don't see a game and you're just kind of forcing it. Where right now, every single time something is popping out, we have the same thing going on today, which we'll have our picks in a little bit, but over the last four weeks, Detroit Sports Betters is now 22 and 5. And guys, if you are out getting some snacks, getting some drinks before Sunday, and you see Coppercraft whiskey on those shelves, please do me a favor, take some of those winnings and give it a try. Coppercraft whiskey has different canned cocktails, different style bourbons, and they are proud supporters of Detroit Sports Betters. And as always, we want to support Michigan companies, give back to this great community. So please, if you see that, Take some of those winnings and give it a try. I promise you will not be disappointed. But with that being said, let's get in today because we do actually have some small things to cover. I want to talk about Detroit sports betters and what's actually going on right now and how we're growing. I want to talk about the NBA because, of course, the NBA is back. And when betting the NBA player props, same game parlays, things like that. There's definitely different variables with the NBA that you have to think about when comparing to other sports. So I just want to talk about that really briefly. And then, of course, we're going to try and build off our 29 and 13 record over the total of the six weeks in the NFL season. And I will give you my picks and plays as always. But first, let's talk a little Detroit sports betters because the group is expanding. We're averaging, averaging sorry, around a thousand members every single week across all forms of content. So please keep supporting us. Keep pushing the Detroit sports betters name. We absolutely love this community. We have the best members. And but right now, right now, some of you guys have probably seen the name Serenity Sports Research floating around because that is a name that I specifically came up with um, for content for Michigan and beyond. Detroit Sports Betters is the blueprint and people kind of saw what we were doing and wanted us to expand into other states that have yet to open up sports gambling, which you guys have seen the Ohio Sports Betters, which is up to 1.2 thousand as well. You know, Detroit Sports Betters has over 15,000 across all forms of content. And then we're going to be hitting Wisconsin next. And with my articles and the information and things like that, we need a place to universally store it. 
I'm getting DMs from all over Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. <clears throat> well, not so much Facebook, but the other places people are asking for these articles. They're asking me to send it because they don't have Facebook. So it kind of sparked the idea that we need a spot to universally put this information. And then in addition to that, the members in the Detroit sports betters community are asking for more and more and more information. And we want to provide that. We love the product that we are putting out. We love the community. We love the, the members, the engagement, the positivity, and we want to keep providing that. And we want to keep giving you guys these wins. So in addition to that, in addition to putting the articles on a website, it will be a Serenity Sports Research website because, again, we need to make it universal. But this will be a storage spot for all of the articles. We will also be creating a same game parlay blueprint section because, as you know, a lot of people will look at my same game parlays and they'll adjust it to their liking. That's exactly what I want. I don't want you always taking my same game parlay as is because it's tough to know exactly how to make it for the target audience. You know, again, my articles are averaging over 3000 impressions per post. So that's a lot of people, a lot of different minds. You know, one person might be happy with even odds. One person might want plus 1000. So again, you're going to have these same game parlay blueprints at just so you can go check it out see what games I like, and then maybe adjust it to your liking if that's what you want. You will also have multiple. So it won't be just one same game parlay. I will attack the biggest slates. You will have NBA and you will have NFL. Okay. Then in addition to that, we want to have educational information. If you are a member of the competitions that Detroit Sports Betters puts on, like the Pick'em Challenge or the survival pool, those will be going on the website. So you can just go to the website, see the two teams facing off and pick one. And then you can submit and go on with your day. You don't have to text Nikolai. You don't have to go to the group, anything like that. We're really just trying to streamline this and all of that information. And in all honesty, I think it's going to be great for Detroit sports betters. I think it's going to be great for those who are trying to continue their knowledge in the sports, sports betting field. Uh, a lot of people have been even asked or reaching out to me asking what books I read growing up. And in all honesty, a, a lot of it was YouTube. A lot of it was podcasts. A lot of it is what I'm trying to provide uh, to the community here. You know, that's why I want to talk a little NBA strategy and things like that. So again, guys, we're really excited about putting on this Serenity Sports Research content. We are going to continue to always push it. Like I said, we did make the TikTok. I am providing um, strategy on there. I'm providing picks and plays on there as well. That is Serenity Sports Research if you do want to check that out, okay? But it's going to take time to make this website. Obviously, you need to input algorithms. Uh, we need to get different, a lot of different things. So this is months down the road, but we're just kind of telling the community what to expect. But again, let's move to the NBA real quick because today was a, a big reminder. You know, I haven't bet on the NBA in months since the playoffs and finals, which is far more predictable than the regular season. If you guys can remember, my finals record was around 70%. And right now, I don't, I don't know what I am so far, like two or five and seven. I'm sorry, something like that. Because in the beginning of the season, it, it's an adjustment. You need to watch the teams come out. You need to understand new roles. You need to, there, there's a lot that there really, there really is a lot because there's no information to go off of. There's no pace of play to go off, to go off of. There's no defense to go off of. And again, when betting the NBA, it's totally different because player props pertain to spreads. They pertain to over-unders. Blowouts will ruin 
your player props. Blowouts will ruin your same game parlay. And this is kind of how you need to look at this because when a player is projected minutes, a player is projected opportunity. For every single minute, there is a shot that goes within that minute. There's an assist that is within that minute. There's a rebound that's within that minute. So every single minute that a player loses because of blowout or because of injury or whatever it may be, that means your player prop is going down tremendously and you're losing that that opportunity. You're losing that volume. So that's definitely something that you need to keep in mind when betting the NBA. And again, there is no perfect strategy. The highest over under on the slate doesn't always isn't always the highest one at, at the end of the day, I should say. You know, the closest spread doesn't mean it's going to be within a basket or something like that. You know, um, like last night with the Warriors and the Lakers, that was a close spread, and that would have been an amazing same game parlay. But I felt like that game had a chance to uh, blow out. I, I felt like that one may hit the under, and I was wrong. I was wrong. But again, it, that is the strategy that goes into it because Vegas has those lines for a reason. You know what I mean? So again, that's just something to think about when uh, when evaluating the NBA slate or evaluating player props, things of that nature. Because I think a lot of people look at player props or the average fan looks at player player props and they're like, oh, LeBron James, he's going to get over 28.5. But that's that's not always how it is. You know what I mean? Or they're like, oh, Bradley Beal. Oh, Jason Tatum. Oh, Steph Curry. That's not always how it is. Like Steph Curry against the Lakers yesterday. Steph Curry is my favorite player in the world. There's a reason he wasn't on my article. I felt like he was going to potentially go under. And I'm just one of those betters. And when I create articles and stuff like that, I don't like taking unders. I don't think other people like taking unders. People don't get excited for unders. So I'm I'm an over better, like unless it's an over under with the NFL. You guys see me take plenty of unders with that. But again, these situations are predictable because the Lakers had one of the best defenses in all of the league. They're good at closing out on the three point line. You know, I think Chef had an off night as well. But again, guys, these are just things to think about when constructing a same game parlay or picking player props, pick, picking assist props, rebound props. Again, like it goes off the flow of the game, just kind of like the NFL does. If you think a, a game is going to go under and you think a team is going to miss a lot of shots, then in turn, rebound props become more valuable. If you think a team might blow out and you think it's going to be fast up and down, then an assist prop might become more valuable. So again, just wanted to touch on that real quick. Um, we'll talk up more NBA as the season goes on. I think I was a little salty because I had DeJounte Murray as my main play tonight and was looking great for both and got pulled at 830. Eight minutes and 30 seconds left in the game. So he probably lost out on six minutes. So that's six minutes of opportunity that he didn't get. And again, he lost out by two points on his point prop and his point assist rebound prop. It was 30.5 and he was at 28. So, but that's how it goes. That that's the NBA. You need to develop an understanding for the NBA. Again, an injury. If an injury goes down in your same game parlay, you're not going to get that money back. It's just like DFS. Just like DFS, if one player goes down and you got that guy in 10 DFS lineups, guess what? All those DFS lineups are gone. So again, something to keep in mind because there are 82 games in a season. These games are far less valuable than that of the NFL. Um, NFL, if a guy twists his ankle, you can often expect him to get back in because that team needs him. For the NBA, he can sit out five games and come back and the team's just fine. So again, very different things to keep in mind going forward. 
With that being said, though, let's get into our NFL picks. Okay, we're going to start with Thursday night football where we have the Denver Broncos traveling to Cleveland to face off against the Browns. And so, again, guys, this is another thing I wanted to touch on real quick because I feel like the ones who listen to the podcast are the ones who um, probably dive a little deeper into sports information. They appreciate this stuff a little bit more. Like when I post articles and you see that pick and it's not in my main plays on the podcast, on the YouTube, whatever, I'm just talking about it. Not every pick and play is a specific one. And again, that's another thing that the website is going to be used for. I'm going to start ranking my picks because I do have favorite picks often when I put them out. And sometimes I'll tell you guys it's a main play, but more than anything, I like to keep this informational. I like to provide um, a lot of information to Detroit sports betters. You guys take it in and then do what you want with it. Okay. This one, the Browns and the Broncos is not a pick of mine. It is Thursday night football. I will always cover Thursday night football. I will always give you guys my opinion. And that is what I'm doing right now. So let's get into it. I got the Browns minus 2.5, which I think might be opposite of a lot of people, but Case Keenum is a very capable backup. I don't think Baker Mayfield has been playing that good of football, you know, so the drop off there, I don't think is that is that terrible. I understand Nick Chubb is gone. I understand Kareem Hunt is gone, but that offensive line for the most part is still there. Um, The Cleveland Browns do have a good amount of injuries, but more than anything, this is about Teddy Bridgewater. I think Case Keenum can is very capable of outdueling Teddy Bridgewater, who doesn't like to throw the ball generally five yards for like five yards or more down the field. The the way to beat the Cleveland Browns is you have to stretch the field. You know, you have to make that defensive line pin their ears back. You know, it, it's it's far more predictable when you have a quarterback who just really doesn't take chances. You know, that receiving core is very good, too. Um, I just think this is a good bounce back, bounce back spot. They are in the dog pound as well, which is a tough place to play. Thursday night football, primetime matchup. I think this is going to be a slow and low scoring game. The Browns have a better underneath defense. And what I mean by that is come up and tackle. If Teddy wants to dink it down, if they want to run the football, the Browns are better at swarm tackling and getting to that line of scrimmage. So that's why I think this is a Browns game, even with Baker out and the other injuries that the Browns have within their team right now. Um, Yeah. All in all. So out for that one, I'll be on the Browns minus 2.5. I'll also be on the under 41. I don't think, This is going to be an exciting Thursday night football game. Um, I think it's going to be slow, methodical, not many chances taken. We'll see. You always hope hope for an exciting one. I think this will be close, but I just think it'll be low scoring, not too many explosive plays, Um, two teams really just being careful and coaches trying to outduel each other. But again, if I were to make a pick for that one, it would be Browns minus 2.5 and the under 41. And as always, you'll see my article tomorrow. Now, going into some of the plays that I actually do like, and we're going to start off with the Philadelphia Eagles on the road going against the Raiders. Right now, I got the Eagles plus three, and part of the reason I have the Eagles at plus three is because they played last on Thursday night. So they have an extra couple days of preparation. They have an uh, extra couple days of rest. So I like that heading into Sunday against the Raiders. Also, the Raiders are coming off that that win after John, the whole John Gruden release, whatever the debacle. So I do. This is 
to me, this is still the same Raiders team. I think this team is very capable of having a letdown game at home. And I think the Eagles are the team to do it. A lot of the team, a lot of teams in the league sleep on the Eagles. The Eagles just got back uh, their best offensive lineman in Lane Johnson, who was a key addition. And then the Eagles are also starting to run the football a little bit more. And again, I know they ran it like 20 times last game, nothing crazy, but the Las Vegas Raiders are 26 in rushing yards given up per game. I think the Eagles highlight that a little more. Jalen Hurts is the type of quarterback who can definitely extend plays and extend drives with his legs. And then as I'm sure many of us know, the Las Vegas Raiders are a team that play down to their opponent. The Raiders are one in five against the spread as home favorites. And again, they're home. They're minus three favorites at home here against the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts does enough to to extend plays, to pick up the third downs. And I I think the Eagles could potentially even win this outright. I truly do. That is part of the, I mean, part of the reason I'm not a believer in the Raiders. But I like this one. I think it's a good spot. I think it's a good letdown spot. And I think the Eagles come to play. I like the Eagles here at plus three on the road against the Raiders. Moving on to the next play, we have the Washington football team on the road against the Green Bay Packers. I like the Washington football team at plus eight and a half, but there's one key factor here that you're going to have to monitor leading to kickoff, and that is wideout Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin has proven to be one of the best wideouts in all of football, but he does have that Q tag attached to his name right now. He missed practice all week. I didn't check about the Thursday. Friday will be key, but this podcast will already be out, so you need to monitor that. Against the Packers, they have a ton of injuries as well, but Terry is just so key because because he's that one guy who can take the top off the defense. He's that one guy that Heineke trusts enough to just throw it up down the field. And a lot of the time this year, McLaurin has been coming down with it, especially with Green Green Bay right now. Their secondary is really banged up. Darnell Savage did not participate. Uh, Desmond King is questionable. Um, they just have a lot going on with that defense. So it really is a good spot for the football team. The Washington football team is also seven, three against the spread when uh, going on the road against home favorites. So this is another good spot for them. They, they tend to play their opponent tough, even if they're one of the best in the NFL. And again, I think the Packers are good. Do I think they're Super Bowl good? Do I think their conference finals good? I don't know. I, I really, I really don't. Uh, I think they might be a divisional round team and they're knocked off. They're knocked off again. That defense really just isn't good enough, but, but yeah, I, I just think this one stays close. I really do just think this stays close. I think Heineken can get it done, but again, you have to monitor that Terry McLaurin um, if he's playing or not leading up to kickoff. He just does so much for this Washington football team. Antonio Gibson is questionable as well. But McLaurin, a bigger factor than Antonio Gibson. He's the one that takes the top off. The top off. He's the one that the defense has to respect. You know, when you have when you have a wideout like that who can play slot, where where he, he can play, you can line him up all over the field, and that safety has to take a couple yards back. The play action, he has to go back. He can't come up, or McLaurin's going to burn him over the top. It's that important. So again, Washington football team plus eight and a half but monitor McLaurin leading the kickoff going to the next one. And I think this one is pretty predictable. 
You guys know I've been riding the Bengals all year long, and we're going right back to them because I was dead wrong about the Ravens last week. So hopefully I'm not wrong twice in a row because I'm going with the Bengals plus six and a half on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. For one, I think there's a big revenge narrative here. I really do. Because the Bengals lost to the Ravens twice last year with scores of 27 to 3 and 38 to 3. And not only that, you guys know I think the Baltimore Ravens are due for a huge letdown game. I think it's been long overdue. I thought it was going to be last week. But again, you know, with the Chargers coming back against the Browns and getting that huge victory, then traveling on the road to Baltimore. I don't know. Maybe I just saw that one wrong. I really did. Both teams were kind of set up for the letdown game and the Chargers got the big one. So again, I think this now it's the Ravens turn. I don't think this team is that good. They're getting so many injuries. They're just, they're getting out coached right now. They need one of these coaches needs to figure out a way to contain Lamar. Maybe there's not a way to contain Lamar. I don't know, but sooner or later, I promise you a defense is going to be able to do it. Like I said, in the playoffs, I think it, I think it definitely happens. People are talking about this being a Super Bowl contender, and I just don't see it. I just don't see it. They just lost offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley, who, again, is their best offensive lineman. I, th- I think this team is, is definitely due for some trouble, you know, and I like my Bengals. I don't want to say my Bengals. I just because I took them at plus 2,500 to win the division. It was just it was just odds I couldn't resist. And I thought they were very good. You guys have heard me talk about them all like all season long. You heard me talking about them leading up to the start of the NFL season. And, you know, they're just talented. They have T Higgins on the outside. Who's a go get it guy. He can stretch the field. They, I mean, Joe Burrow, obviously he's playing lights out football. Um, Jamar chase, you know, they, they just, uh, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank on their slot guy right now. He's on one of my teams too. just shoot. Yeah. Joe Mixon as the running back. Yeah. They're just very, very talented. And right now for the Baltimore Ravens who are banged up on defense, they're banged up on corner. Marlon Humphrey is not that good. Okay. People think that that name has a lot of weight to it. He's not even ranked top 50 in the NFL right now. So yeah, I, I feel very good about the Bengals. The biggest thing with the Bengals is protecting Joe Burrow. If you can protect Joe Burrow, if you can get Joe Mixon going a little bit and they have to respect that play action pass, I think the Ravens could be in trouble. And I think the Bengals cover the plus six and a half on the road in Baltimore. Moving on to the next one. And what's funny too, is like, I'm reading my picks as I go. And like, I am always, I don't, I don't even intentionally do it. I don't have like some rule of thumb where I'm like, I got to go against the public. I got to go against the public. It's just how it, it plays out. You know, I just see things differently. And with this next game, I have the Tennessee Titans on the road against the Kansas city chiefs. Oh, actually, no, that's opposite. The Yes, the Tennessee Titans are at home. I apologize for that. But so the Chiefs are on the road against the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are at home getting five and a half. And for me, even last week, so the Chiefs, you know, they they ended up covering their spread. That was my play of the week, the minus six and a half. And they ended up crushing that. But early on, you could see how many problems the Chiefs still have. I don't think all of those are solved. This is still the, and I have no problem saying this, that is the worst defense in football. The Chiefs are one of my favorite teams in the NFL, and I've been saying they need to address that defense year after year after year. And I think the Super Bowl just created a smokescreen because that defense, even in the Super Bowl when they won, was absolutely brutal. 
you know, Tyron Matthew is not what he used to be. They don't have many guys. I mean, Chris Jones is coming back. They don't have many guys other than him who can rush the quarterback. Their linebacking core is incredibly average. Their corners are not very good. Yeah, they just have a lot going on this year. This is I don't believe this is the same Kansas City Chiefs. Even the offense, the offense just is not clicking like usual. I keep thinking Travis Kelsey is going to have a huge breakout game. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's here. That Titans defense is no better. But I believe Derrick Henry just truly gets it going once again. <clears throat> I took the Derrick Henry under as one of my picks um, in the Bills game because the Bills had the best defense in football. And that's the last time I'll ever take an, uh, <laughs> an under with Derrick Henry. Like the guy is just an absolute animal. He makes it look so easy. Like when he had that, that breakout run for 75 yards or whatever it was for a touchdown, it just looks so effortless. And he's such a big guy. I don't see how this Kansas City defense keeps him, keeps him contained. I just don't. He is the be- that best player on the field. The, the Tennessee Titans also, you, you also saw the reemergence of A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. You know, we hit some bets on those guys. And this is just another week for these, di- for these guys to click and to get it going. And then Ryan Tannehill, he, he is at his best when he gets the play-action game going. I don't see how he doesn't get it going against the Chiefs. I think they run all over him. They don't really even have any defensive linemen who can truly penetrate. They don't have those big bodies that can that can shoot those gaps and get the running back in the backfield, especially Derrick Henry. So to me, I just I I'm with the I'm with the Titans here at plus five and a half. I think they keep it close. I think it could be very similar, very similar story to the Bills, how the Bills game um, went down. You know, the Titans kind of came back on the Bills, but I could see the the Titans shooting out to an early lead, the Chiefs playing catch-up and maybe winning at the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to stick with the Chiefs winning at the end here because oftentimes when you see me taking these plus five-and-a-half spreads and things like that, um, I do think that they have a chance to win. Like, I think the Eagles have a great chance to win outright, but I'm not, you know, five-and-a-half and six-and-a-half, six that's a little too far. But again, I do I do like that Eagles one and and. I just think the Tennessee Titans are able to score on the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs are stopping anyone right now. And of the two teams, <clears throat> if you're running the ball consistently in comparison to passing like the Chiefs do, I'm going to trust that running game a little bit more. So I like the Chiefs to win this one. But again, I like the Titans at plus five and a half. Oh, lastly, I had a stat written down because the Chiefs are also one and four against the spread in their last five against the Tennessee Titans. So then, then another thing to even comment on was like, if you watched that Monday night football game, that Tennessee crowd was truly inspired going against Buffalo. They got a, that huge, huge win. The defense played inspired football. So I think the chiefs are just another team that they get up for. Yes, it does. It doesn't worry me that much about the Monday night football. Um, you lose a day of preparation and things like that. But again, the home field advantage, I definitely think that plays a factor. That Tennessee crowd was going wild. I expect the same thing here. Lastly, of course, you know I had to talk about the Lions on the road against the Los Los Angeles Rams. You know, we have the double revenge factor here. We have the Matt Stafford against the Lions. We had the Jared Goff against the Rams. I'm sticking to my rule. I am not batting the Lions. One of my picks will never be the Lions again. But as always, I just want to give you guys something because if I were to go somewhere, it would obviously be with the Rams. I, it's very tough for me to like, I think the Lions can get 17. I think they can get 20. I think 23, 24 is very much where it stops. 
But again, the Rams play very good against bad teams. They put up a lot of points against bad teams, you know, 35 plus almost every single time. So yeah, I, I see the Rams putting up at least 35. If, if anything, you know, the over under is 51. I think the lions could squeeze out a 17. I think there's some garbage time here where they could just get a field goal. They could get a last second touchdown. Um, and, and push this over because I do think the Rams get 35. I do think they can get 38, even, even 40, you know, it's, it's become somewhat evident that this lions team truly does have the worst roster in football when evaluating rosters at the beginning of the season, you know, I, I truly thought it was the Houston Texans. And I think the Texans might still have a, a worse roster, but they're playing better football than the Lions are right now. You know, the way that they competed against the Patriots a couple weeks back, a couple weeks back, I'm sorry. The Lions just are not competing at this point in time. And again, when you go player by player, it's it's pretty rough. Jared Goff is not playing good football at all. The Rams, you know, the Rams made that trade for a reason. They gave up what they gave up for a reason. Jared Goff is not the man of the future, you know. And uh, I do believe the Lions will get a win here. I not not in this game, but at some point they're going to win. I think they'll end up with maybe two or three. But you know, the over under for this, I believe I saw it at four and a half. I saw it in five half, five and a half. And I took the under for both. You know, I, I understand a lot of us were being optimistic at the beginning of the season. There's a lot of stuff in the media. There's a lot of stuff or a lot of people talking about you know eight wins, nine wins, ten wins, which was just absurd. And uh, I guess just creating a perception of a team that was never needed. This, this team was always a rebuild team. This team was always, you know, a bottom three team coming into this season. And that that's kind of how we need to take it. You know, I like Dan Campbell to an extent. I, I like his passion for the game. I like his passion for his team, how much he cares about his players, things like that. And again, at this point in time, I don't know what other choice we have than to just buy in and hope for the best. But when, when watching the NFL, you know, again, I've been truly evaluating the NFL and NBA for like 15 plus years, five of those years, I was doing it at a pro level with the DFS squads. And sometimes you need a coach who is going to go out and win a game for you in a chess battle. You know what I mean? Is Dan Campbell that guy? Currently, I do not believe so, but that it still remains to be seen. This is the first year. Again, we have potentially the worst roster in football. We have the worst offense in football, most likely. I would, I definitely feel comfortable saying that. Yeah, I think DeAndre Swift is talented. I think Jamal Williams is talented. I think TJ Hawkinson has a great future on him, but it's very tough when no one respects your weapons on the outside or, you know, even the slot for that matter, we're not getting that going much either. So again, when there's no action going on the outside or any, anything from your receiving core, where do the people look? They're going to look on the inside. They're going to be able to shut down the run game. They're going to be able to, you know, um, shut down TJ Hawkinson. And I mean, Hawkinson will get his, I do believe that, but it's far easier when you are a, a predictable team, like the Detroit lions have become, you know, but again, I'm, I'm buying in. You need to give a coach at least the opportunity. And that's one thing, one of my biggest pet peeves with the NFL is they just can someone in a year, two years, you two years, you can't make a true difference in that you hired the guy and it's either you buy in or you don't, you know, with, with a team like this, this is going to take three years minimum 
three years minimum. There's going to be free agency moves. You're going to have to build through the draft. There's a lot that needs to be done. But again, as as fans and as as supporters of the Detroit Lions, I think we just need to buy in and hope for the best. Because right now, losing is not the worst thing in the world because we're building for the future. And I know I've, I've talked about that as well. And I do think that the people who tune into this podcast or tune into the YouTube series or anything like that are very understanding to that. I think we have a, a very uh, a more educated community. And, and again, if, if you're not and you're new to this stuff, you know, we're hoping that uh, you're learning every time you listen to the podcast, YouTube series, whatever it may be. And again, these are, these are just my personal opinions. Um, the bets that I give is not financial advice. We have a good record and I'm always doing my best. I always put in the research, the time, but again, you know, the, whatever you do with these is, is your decision. And as always guys, well, we got to recap everything first. Let's recap the picks and plays. So to recap the picks and plays before ending the Detroit sports betters podcast for week seven of the NFL season, we started off with the Thursday night football action. I'm not, this is not one of my picks or plays will not be counted in the record, but I have the Browns minus 2.5 and I have the under 41. If you are looking to make some bets that game, I think that is going to be a pretty slow game, but I do think the Browns can get it done. Moving on to the picks and plays that I actually do like. I have the Eagles plus three on the road against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. We have the Washington football team plus eight and a half on the road against the Green Bay Packers. One that you need to monitor up until kickoff with Terry McLaurin. We have the Cincinnati Bengals plus six and a half on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. And then we have the Tennessee Titans plus five and a half at home against the Kansas City Chiefs. And man, I am with the road boys, well, except for Tennessee, but I am with the road boys this weekend. And guys, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in to the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. We are looking to build every single week, keep that money coming in and uh, increasing that 29 and 13 record. As always, continue to follow Detroit Sports Betters on every form of content. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok now. Please check out Serenity Sports Research. We are posting on that every single day. And as always, guys, please continue to recommend the Detroit Sports Sports Better's name, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube series. And if you would, we greatly appreciate reviews. We're really trying to build this community. We're really trying to put out the best information out there, the top research. So again, spreading the name, leaving reviews, it goes a very long way. So as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Let's eat in week seven. I am Matt Kowalas. And I am out. Good luck this week, everyone.